Welcome to the Daily Dad Podcast. During the week, we bring you a daily meditation of the best parenting wisdom you can find drawing on history and philosophy and psychology literature to inspire you to be a little bit better at the most important job you have. And then on the weekends, I have sort of a wrap-up conversation with my friend, fellow dad, and writing partner, Niels Parker. We just explore what's going on in our lives, what we're struggling with as parents, what we're doing well, what we want to do better, and what we've learned along the way, and what we've learned in the last week. So let's go. You can imagine, given what I do, even now as I'm reading this to you, I am staring at a screen. I spend so much time staring at screens, phone, iPad, TV, computer monitor. We know this isn't good for us, but thankfully there is a solution. Five years ago, Felix Gray realized that our eyes aren't meant to look at screens all day, and they designed glasses to make daily screen time more comfortable and the workday more productive. I just ordered an awesome pair. My wife ordered a pair as well. Felix Gray offers classic frame styles. They've got a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's nothing to lose but eye strain. Go to felixgrayglasses.com, use code DAILYDAD for the best blue light glasses on the market. That's felixgrayglasses.com, F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y, glasses.com, DAILYDAD promo code, free shipping, free returns, free exchanges, felixgrayglasses.com slash daily dad. Hey, it's Ryan Holiday. Welcome to another weekend episode of the Daily Dad podcast. You might have heard my quick intro a couple weeks ago. I was telling you we were going on this trip to Big Bend. Well, we came back in one piece despite visiting a very hot desert in a very small RV with two very small children. Um, And not only did we survive, I think we had a great time. And so I thought I'd brainstorm some lessons, things I learned that I have learned traveling with my kids, spending time together during this pandemic, and uh, hopefully they're relevant to you. My my wife and I were talking on the on the way back. Someone had asked on Instagram, sort of, you know, any lessons learned RVing with your kids, and uh, she said yes, three. She said the keys, the key to a successful trip with your kids is low expectations lots of snacks, lots of patience. I would say this is great parenting advice in general, but given that we visited the Monahan's sand dunes in West Texas, and then we dropped down to Big Bend, I think the, the coldest day was like 105 degrees. Um, these lessons came in handy. Relax. Don't take it too seriously. You don't have to change the world. It doesn't have to be mind-blowing. Just spend time together. Be patient. And if people are getting upset and losing their minds, it's probably because they're hungry or tired. Um, but but anyways, we got this RV actually almost exactly a year ago. We didn't know where the pandemic was going. We wanted to go visit our in-laws. We weren't comfortable flying. Vaccines were a long way off. And so we got this cool RV. We, we bought it. It's made by this Amish company. It's called Retro RV. So it's this little uh, RV. It's got two bunks, a queen bed, a little kitchen area that can fold into a bed, small stove, some cabinets, and a bathroom, a shower. Um, never grew up RVing, didn't know what it entailed, but, but it ended up being really fun. I mean, one of the things I've taken from the experiences we've had in this thing is like how little it takes to be happy and spend time together. You know, sitting in this RV park costs 15 bucks a night. Your kids are freaking out because it has a pool. 
And all they really want to do also is sit inside and play Legos. And, you know, they like roasting marshmallows at night. You realize, like, you don't have to stay in the Four Seasons to have a great time as a family. And in fact, your kids just want to spend time together and they just want you not to be stressed. You know, I remember so many trips as a kid. Sure, we flew to Hong Kong or sure, we went to Europe or sure, we, we, we took, they took a bunch of time off work or whatever. But it was so stressful because they were stressed. And what were they stressed about? Who even remembers? Did it even matter? Was it even something we noticed as kids? So that energy is such a key part of it. And so just the low expectations is key. I think we've learned the longer the distance you're doing driving, the harder it is. Uh, the, the more set your plans are, the harder it is. The more you're trying to force them to do this or that, the harder it is. So just sort of relaxing, going with the flow. As we've said before, all time is quality time. Time sitting in the camper playing Legos is just as good as the time we spent hiking this beautiful canyon in Big Bend. It's just as cool as visiting this 100-year-old hot spring, thousands of year old hot spring, but visiting the 100-year-old ruins on this hot spring and sitting in the river and looking out over this view. That's all wonderful. And yet there's also extra wonderful things. I mean, we saw these wild horses fording the Rio Grande and, and just like how my neighbor has horses, but my kids are just blown away to see these horses. And they just, they has had such a good time. And that, that uh, again, these things are much more affordable than you think they are. And as parents, we spend so much time and energy trying to make everything special, everything perfect, everything nice. Your kids don't give a crap about that. They just want to spend time together. They just want to do cool stuff. And pretty much, especially when they're young, just about everything is cool if you want it to be. And so, you know, we had this great time. We went to Terlingua, which is this ghost town. My son loves uh, a ghost town living YouTube channel that my friend and colleague here at Daily Dad, Brent Underwood, has made. Uh, we didn't want to make it all the way out to California, so we went to this one, got to walk through this cool tunnel under the parking lot. You know, he was excited that we bought a $30 helmet in the gift store with a light on the top, which, by the way, cost more than, you know, two nights in this RV park. Um, you know, he liked that we got a smoothie at this cafe. You know, they liked uh, looking at the, the, the old, you know, collapsed stone houses. But they also only needed to do it for like 15 minutes and then they were good, right? And I think anytime we found ourselves forcing something, anytime we demanded they appreciate something... You know, just just relax. You can do it again if you feel like they missed something. Don't try to cram too much stuff in. That's something we found too. Just one thing a day. As Seneca says, the path to wisdom is one thing a day. Childhood is one good memory a day. And it doesn't have to be a big one. I, I, sometimes my son, in the like the other day we were in the pool and he found this leaf. He said, Dad, can you hold this leaf and keep it? And I said, why? And he said, it's just a really pretty leaf. And that, that was a reminder. These kids are very easily pleased and there's something beautiful and pure about that and you should respect it and you should respect it and encourage it and try to adopt it yourself. What else about the trip? Um, I think uh, I've talked a lot about schedule and routine. I think one of the things we have found traveling that makes us a little reluctant to travel is it blows apart routine and structure and schedule. At the same time, again, flexibility. Like, okay, they normally go to bed at 7. They went to bed at 10.30. 
The problem is not that they went to bed three hours later. The problem is if you were miserable for three hours trying to force a bedtime. Relax, be flexible, adjust. Don't try to force something that's not happening. See where it goes. You know, sure, uh, they went to bed later and they were a little tired the next day, but they made it up napping in the car. But we also got to experience more time together. Got to see the stars, you know, in a, in a place with no light pollution. We got to play longer, read more stories. And then when they did go to bed, they were so exhausted, they just fell right asleep, right? So not forcing it is important. Not extrapolating out. What does it mean if it blows apart their routine forever and they never get back to it? Relax, go with it, adjust. Got a quick message from one of our sponsors and then we'll get right back to the show. Stay tuned. If your childhood was anything like mine, not only did you eat a bunch of horrible stuff you shouldn't have been eating, processed foods, processed sugars, but even like the things that were so-called healthy were probably unhealthy. I'm thinking back to my Flintstones multivitamin that I would take as a kid. I'd never give my kids those now. I never take one myself. I do take a Ritual multivitamin. My, my two kids take one as well. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use with none of the bad stuff. There's vitamin D3 in there and two daily pills. Its delayed-release capsule is high-quality nutrients. It's good stuff. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping. Always, you can start, snooze, cancel your subscription anytime. If you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your order. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months, visit ritual.com slash daily dad to start your ritual today. I think for us, uh, one of the things uh, that I, I think it can also make vacations, trips stressful is, you know, the parents. Like, Who's responsible for what? Why did you mess this up? My wife read something great on an RV website. She's like, let's say we're backing up the trailer and it starts to go wrong. Solve the problem first address the root causes, what pissed you off about it, what frustrated you about it, address all of that later. For the time being, just deal with the problem. And that has been great as far as slowing things down, calming them down, not causing stress in tight quarters. Um, what else? I think when you think back to your memories as a kid, they were, they were low key, right? Like they weren't always these big things. They were just what happened. And remembering that it can all be a memory, that it can all be an experience. I've talked about Alexandra Horowitz's book. Uh, I think it's called On Looking. She takes these walks uh, with these different experts. And one of the walks she takes is with her young daughter. And she thought they would leave their apartment, go into the elevator, go through the lobby outside, go for the walk around the block, see what her daughter sees. But she realizes that to her daughter, the walk started like inside the house. This is all part of the walk. And again, it's all part of the, the experience to the kids. And so realizing that the vacation doesn't start when you get there. The trip, the experience doesn't start when it gets there. It starts on the way to the airport. It starts when you get in the car. Uh, it starts when you're packing three nights before, when you're arguing over whether they can bring this or that. You're shaping the memory, the experience, long before it quote-unquote happens. So again, not making it a negative experience by projecting, by worrying, by making it more important than it is. That's a 
that's a key part of it for us. However, I would say that when we, <clears throat> when we go on these trips, we do look for like just weird stuff, right? So like when I don't look for like RV parks, I go like, what are the 10 best RV parks in the United States? And it's always like crazy, cool, weird things on a river or on an island or, you know, like, like look for the weird things. Those are the things that stick out. So we, we went to uh, Monaghan's Sand Dunes. There are these crazy, it looks like you're at the beach. There's these expansive white sand dunes in the middle of the desert in Texas. You can slide down and have fun with. Um, but I saw when I was looking at weird stuff in the area that there was a, a museum that was just a giant pit in the ground that at one point had held a million gallons of oil. So we stopped by it on the way out of town. And we thought, okay, we're going to show our kids this, you know, large pit in the ground, which of course they thought was incredibly cool and actually was pretty cool. But it turned out there was also all this other stuff. There was like an airplane museum there. There was a train museum. There's a Coca-Cola museum. There's an old house. Anyways, my kids are going to have been talking about this thing ever since we were there. Finding weird, cool stuff. This is the stuff they remember. When we went to Santa Fe on a road trip to Los Angeles uh, last year. Um, I looked up something and there was a, a life-size humpback whale at this community college in Santa Fe made out of trash from the ocean. Well, you know, my kid's favorite memory in the whole trip is this trash whale. So I think about that when I was a kid, even on trips that I've gone on as an adult, it's this weird stuff. And that's what sticks in your mind. So it's, I know I said, don't like try to do special stuff. It's more like low-key weird stuff. All the stuff that I've talked to you just now about were totally free, totally out of left field. Um, they took 15 minutes to look at or a few minutes to, to drive by. So uh, that, that's definitely a lesson. One of the last things I would say is, is we're trying to focus more on having our kids make decisions. Do you want to wear shorts for pajamas, pants for pajamas? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? You know, we're going to do two hikes while we're here. Do you want to do this hike tomorrow or the other hike tomorrow? Um, do you want to go in the pool now? Or do you want to go in it after dinner? Do you want to go get pink ice cream or white ice cream? So focusing on giving them choice in the context of the experience that you've set up, however old they are, I think that's great. I wish I had more discretion control, you know, especially when you traveled as I was a little bit older. Um, and and the, the memories that I do have that are most fondest of when I got to go wander off on my own and do stuff. So focusing on letting them have choice, having choices, that's great. Um, I'm trying to think what else I learned from this. Uh, someone said, "Do you, what, what, what advice do you have traveling with your kids in an RV? And I joked, uh, don't do it. But I would say it's not for the faint of heart. It is difficult, but it was also great. And uh, these are memories we're going to have forever. And thankfully, we survived. It was really hot. I think I would do Big Bend if I was doing it again, probably in the late spring or early fall. Um, but again, I'm really glad we did it. It was an awesome experience. I thought I'd share. I hope you guys are liking these episodes. I'm trying to figure out what to do with these weekend spots for Daily Dad. Uh, if you want to send us some feedback at info at thedailydad.com, that would be awesome. Uh, what would be helpful, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. And uh, I hope everyone's well. I hope we had a good Father's Day. And uh, we'll be back with an episode next weekend. Share the show, invite moms, dads, parents-to-be. 
really enjoyed doing this. Most of all, enjoy interacting and connecting with you and hearing your stories. So we'll talk very soon.